folks, as you know, social media censorship is growing. The best way to support our video work for Israel is to subscribe to our video newsletter on pulseofisrael.com and to share our videos. If you are already a subscriber, then thank you. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, the land of Israel. I am about to have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with Dr. Mordechai Kedar, Professor Mordechai Kedar, expert on the Middle East and Islam. Love talking to him to hear his insight and to have all of you be able to hear his insight as well, because this is a perspective that the Western thinking, cultured media that most, if not all of us, are dependent upon every day do not give us. They do not give us this information, this insight, this perspective that is so critical to truly understand what's going on in the Middle East because this is the Middle East and not Kansas. So Western-minded uh, thinking doesn't apply here, even though they like to think it is. So we're about to get going with Dr. Kedar. Beforehand, just another reminder, everybody, if you are not yet a subscriber to the Pulse of Israel and you want to continue receiving and watching these Pulse of Israel videos, all you have to do, all you have to do is go to pulseofisrael.com and sign up and subscribe. Social media censorship is growing. Less and less people are being able to see our videos. That is the best way. Go to pulseofisrael.com and subscribe to our video newsletter. Let us now welcome in Dr. Kedar. Shalom, shalom, Dr. Kedar. Hi, Avi. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Thank God. Doing well. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be able to, to speak with you once again. We spoke before the government was made. Uh, and and back then you were warning. We we did a video where um, it looked like this Muslim Brotherhood Ram Party was the kingmaker of the Israeli politics. Either way, they could have made a, a government. And you called out back then how wrong and bad that is. Now we're at a new reality. The reality is they are part of a government with Naftali Bennett, the head of this government, with uh, with Naftali Bennett's. A right wing party, Kidon Sar's uh, New Hope right wing party, with uh, center left parties of Blue and White and uh, and uh, Yesh Atid. And then we have more far left parties of Labor, Meretz, and this Muslim Brotherhood Ram party. So this is it. This is our new government for the first time ever in Israeli history. What are the possible ramifications of this Muslim Brotherhood party, which I, I think you'd agree should be illegal? In Israeli law, they shouldn't even be, be even be able to serve in Israel's government, being part of a, the Muslim Brotherhood. But what are the Muslim possible ramifications now that they are part of the Israeli government? Well, they should have been banned from the Knesset to begin with, uh, because they don't recognize the right of Israel to exist as a Jewish and democratic country. Unlike the Israeli left, which at least it's a Zionist. But uh, this, pa this party, the Muslim Brotherhood, in addition to Ballad Party, which is from the national point of view, this uh, Muslim, Muslim Brotherhood party from the religious Islamic point of view uh, thinks or believes that Israel as a Jewish and democratic state has no right to exist. And why? Because Jews, according to Islam, should be the Mies, should should live under the Islamic uh, rule. Uh, Jews have no right to a state, government, uh, police, army, uh, whatever manifestation of independence, Jews are not allowed to have, according to the uh, Islamic Sharia. Uh, therefore, Jews should live forever 
under the Islamic yoke as Rimmis uh, with uh, rather limited uh, rights. So uh, here it is, Israel state, uh, an independent state uh, on, on, on an Islamic uh, soil because Palestine, as you know, is, is believed by them to be uh, an, an Islamic soil because Muslims once uh, controlled it. And according to, the, to Islam, a land cannot get out of Islam, can only get in. So, uh, uh, by the way, Jews are not a nation according to, to their belief because Jews are only communities which belong to all the nations in the world. Okay? A, a, a Jewish, a man who came from Morocco, he is a Moroccan Arab who happened to be Jewish or the mosaic community. The same thing is my grandparents who came from Poland are Polish from the national point of view, okay, they could be Jewish, but it doesn't make them not Polish. So who, who the heck made this uh, Israeli or Jewish nation? Israel is not a nation. Uh, Jews are not a nation. Jews do not deserve a state, therefore. So uh, from this point of view, the Islamic movement uh, doesn't see any legitimacy for the mere existence of the state of Israel. They went to the Knesset because this is the only game in this court, so if they want to have some influence, if they want to have budgets, if if they want if they want to uh, drag the wagon a little bit to their side, so they have to be represented in the Knesset. That's, this is how it was since 1996, already 25 years. What happened recently is Netanyahu started with legitimizing this party as a potential partner for future. Um, coalitions and it's already started a year ago his uh, rendezvous with the uh, with the islamic movement already then uh, he was criticized but he couldn't care less because he cared about his coalition cared about his maybe his own issues as well so uh, uh, he legitimized more or less the mere sitting with the islamic party which was not yet part of the coalition now uh, this uh, gathering of small parties uh, from the margins of the Israeli politics, from the right-wingish margin, from the left-wingish margin, and from the outside of the margin, the, Islam, the Islamic movement, all gathered in order to make a coalition, which uh, succeeded to, to, to get the approval of the Knesset by 60 uh, Knesset members, not even majority. Right. So... Uh, they somehow got the majority of 60 versus 50, 59. So they have a government. Um, uh, to me, it looks like this government looks like a car which has uh, four wheels, and every wheel is directed to a different direction. And uh, you have to pray that this car will stay one block, uh, you know, uh, rather than uh, falling apart during the, 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 you know, its journey. And I tend to believe that uh, the life expectancy of this uh, party is measured by weeks. The, the government, the life expectancy of the government, you mean? Yes, of the government uh, will be measured by weeks because of the differences. Look, uh, only yesterday we had the, the flag march in Jerusalem with the Islamic movement definitely uh, opposed. Uh, then uh, uh, the Hamas shoot uh, 
פייר בלונס, and set like 26 fires in, 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 in the area next to Gaza, so the IDF retaliated. What? What, do, what would do any normal state if another, if, if a neighbor uh, sends uh, uh, arson balloons? It's like, like a arson jihad against us. So uh, Israel retaliated. Does the Islamic movement like this? Because they are actually the ideological brothers of Hamas. Right, wait, I just want to give people context. The Israeli government, which this Muslim Brotherhood Ram Party is a part of, just sent the IDF to attack Hamas in Gaza last night. So right. now, now they're part of the government. How are they supposed to deal with it? And there's a big question. How long will they sit in the government and give the government the needed fingers in the Knesset uh, when the government actually bombs their ideological brothers in Gaza? The, the Hamas movement. So uh, this is what, what, what I mean, that the, there is a limit to what this uh, party can support, uh, especially if it happens inside Israel. Let's say if there is again a riots or the, what, I saw, what I call the street jihad against Jews as happened a month ago, uh, will this party also approve on... Uh, what, the, what the police and the Shabak, the security service, will uh, do when they crack on those uh, demonstrations, on those riots against Jews. Uh, my friend, Abi Haraven, was actually murdered by those jihadists. He was in Akko and they burned the hotel which he was in and he passed away because of this, because of this. So it could happen to anyone. It could happen to many more and it happened to some Jews. during May. So what will, what will do this party uh, when these riots uh, erupt again on a large scale? Chaz v'chalila, you know, God forbid. But it could, if, if it happened already, it can happen again. So uh, this is what I mean by, by there is a limit to what this party can support. And this is one thing. Second problem is that once this party becomes part of the coalition, they can demand, and they demanded large of the, uh, a large part of the budget. And they actually got uh, billions of shekels, I think 50 billion 50 shekels. Billion, 50 billion shekels. In order to spend them on the Arab sector, whether needed or not needed, nobody really knows. And then, in addition to this, half a billion shekels Uh, Mansour Abbas, the, the leader of the Ram party, got as a pocket money in order to spend it the way he likes. Without, I believe, any transparency, without, and he, he could spend it on another organization of jihad against Israel. So and just to put things in perspective, I just, I'll bring in the media for a second, because for years the media has always called out the, the horrible blackmailing tactics of the ultra-Orthodox Haredi political parties that for them to be part of the government, they always wanted money. And, I, and, and the media would go crazy if 300 million, I think 300 million shekels was given to, to, to the Haredim, uh, to the ultra-Orthodox parties for, for their demands. And the media, the Israeli media would go crazy, smashing, bashing them, bashing uh, the, the Likud for giving in to their demands, 300 million shekels. And here we're talking about a deal of 50 billion shekels. 
and the Israeli media, 50 billion shekels to this Muslim Brotherhood party, and the Israeli media crickets, silence. They're not saying a word about that blackmail or that they were even, not that, not that they asked for that 50 billion shekels and not that they were even given into their demands by this current um, right-left Muslim Brotherhood uh, government. Yeah, this is clear because if they criticize it and therefore the government will not give them the money, they will get out of the coalition, their government will fall, and the alternative will be the Likud. Means with Netanyahu back as a prime minister, and they cannot take it. So they would do anything. They would give a heksha, you know, kosher seal of approval. But the uh, media would give a kosher seal approval to anything, right? To anything in order to prevent... Uh, you know, the, the Likud from coming back to, to, to power. This is uh, one damage uh, which uh, happened from this uh, coalition with the Islamic uh, border. Second thing is that they are going to legalize, legalize uh, uh, illegal uh, settlements or so illegal farms or illegal summit of Bedouins in large parts of the Negev. Parts which are very, very large land, only because they built buildings or on state land. Now the state will actually legalize it. They, they actually, they, they were, you know, this is an offense against the law. But now the law will be changed in order to legalize it. Means everyone will have like 500 dunams or 400 dunams, as as much as he could could get. And uh, now it's, it will be his, by law, only because the government needs the Islamic movement in order to, to survive. So they will give them for free state land. Who heard about such a thing? Uh, and don't forget that many of these illegal, uh, illegal houses are already have, have to be demolished by the state order. So now it will stop all the demol demolition and, uh, and they will legalize it, these palaces which they built uh, uh, down south so this is another thing but another another aspect which people uh, do not uh, get is actually the fact that now the muslim brotherhood are in many committees in the knesset and in the government means that they are now exposed to information which formerly was never uh, in their access and I'm talking about security information because they can demand. I, we want to be on the security committee of the Knesset. We want to be part of the, of, uh, the cabinet. The of, of, yes. Now, uh, imagine that somebody who is ideologically uh, in the same bed with Hamas sits in, an, in, in, a, in a secret meeting uh, which where secret information is being shared by the participants because they have to make some decisions about uh, what to do with Hamas. But this is already good. What if this uh, security cabinet uh, has a meeting about what to do with Iran? What actions the cabinet should approve on by the Mossad? Means what actions of the Mossad uh, which the cabinet should approve on, they will be exposed to. 
You're saying it's already it's already a done deal. The the fact that they are part of a government, we're now going to have these Muslim Brotherhood Ram Party officials sitting in these secret security committees, hearing in secret information that is uh, that is going to be connected to our dealing with Hamas, our dealing possibly with 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 Iran, and that information is in a sense going to be leaked. I mean, I don't think it, is it a question? Are they going to are they going to be loyal to the state of Israel? Or are they going to be loyal to their Muslim brotherhood and leak this information? Look, I'm not there to know what they do, what they don't do. But the fact that they can demand and get whatever they demand because uh, the government is, depends on them, their appetite can can be very high to, to get whatever they can. Because they can. So this is the problem. And the Muslim Brotherhood, as you know, they don't see any reason for the mere existence of the state of Israel. Would you, would you delegate uh, uh, secrets to their hands? So this is the problem, which very, very few Israelis are talking about. And wow. because, because uh, you know, people are actually afraid of speaking about this, because this this situation is so dangerous for the state which people are afraid even to talk about this so uh, here we are uh, now we know about this and uh, I, I want to hear from the prime minister and from the ministers who are you know everybody when if them every one of them is very influential because the government depends on every each and every one of the Jewish class members as well uh, uh, if they, uh, you know, uh, decide to keep quiet about it, who can expose it? Who can talk about this? Nobody will dare talk about this because they know that they depend on the, the government will fall. If the, if anyone seriously thinks about these ramifications and it's dealt with in a serious level, well, the next moment the government would fall. Basically, is what you're saying. Look, I'm not sure, but. Uh, I don't know if they, if this fact uh, is being become part of the public awareness, the public will call their their Knesset members and will tell them, "Hey guys, if you allow such a thing, this is the last time which I voted for you will be the last time." If they understand that they are going to lose their constituencies. Each and every one of those Knesset members who are part of the coalition, they will uh, recalculate the route because no one, you know, no one wants to to jeopardize his uh, place in the Knesset in the next elections, which might be very soon. So let me ask you a real politic question, Dr. Kedar, because obviously it comes. Uh, from your perspective, from your knowledge, and, and the message is very clear. This Muslim Brotherhood Ram Party, which should be illegal and shouldn't be, shouldn't even be able to serve in Israel's Knesset, definitely should not be part of any Israeli government. Now they are part of the government. And there are many people on the right who are not only upset that this left, uh, far left Muslim Brotherhood government was made together with powers on the right, but this could have been stopped because Bibi Netanyahu wanted to make a right-wing government, 
without the Muslim Brotherhood, but he just wanted to use their four votes to be elected uh, to be a government. And the person who stopped Netanyahu from being able to do that was Bezalel Smutrich and the, the head of his party. Had Bezalel Smutrich said, okay, BB, fine, let's just get them to vote uh, for the government, then we'll have a right-wing government, uh, and a lot of people on the right are upset. So from a real politic perspective, that people say, okay, politics is not the is 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 not the ideal. It's the art of the possible. And between the two options of a right wing government where Bibi would have just used the Muslim Brotherhood Party just for a vote, versus them being part of a government, well, obviously it's better just to have Bibi as prime minister and with the Muslim Brotherhood just not being part of the government, but just being used for their votes. Do you still what is your position on that real politic issue? Do you ask it seriously? Yes, because what people are think? talking about this, so I'm asking it seriously so people can hear your answer. Avi, Avi, you are you are not two years old. What do you think that the Islamic movement, knowing that the government depends on them, they wouldn't come with all kinds of demands? With and if you don't uh, obey our demands, forget about us. What do you think that they are stupid? They know exactly what they want. They want to destroy the country, to destroy the state as a Jewish and democratic state. They wouldn't never to give their uh, their votes automatically to a right wish right wingish government without getting anything. It is. This allegation against Motrich and also, look, Netanyahu also, he, he, he cannot say it because nobody believes it, that they will sit in the Knesset, vote like uh, automats uh, for the government without saying, without seeing anything, without getting anything. No money, no um, legalizing their, uh, their, their places in the Negev nor taking part in all kinds of committees. Who would agree to such a thing? Nobody would agree without getting the price. Who, who sells his vote without a price? This is why they sit in the Knesset, exactly for this, in order to get the highest price from their presence in the Knesset. And they are not stupid. So this uh, the saying that Netanyahu would leave them out from the government while depending on their votes, it's uh, an oxymoron. It cannot happen. So you're saying even on a real politic level, so but what but I'm again I'm 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 asking what I'm asking the question that people are now saying. People don't have your knowledge. From their perspective, there were two options. In in both options, the Muslim brother is going to have party and they're going to have demands. Option number one was being part of the government, being having access to, to committees, being ministers potentially, having budgets, which is what we have now. Or option number two is them not getting all of that, only some of it, but then allowing the right wing to still be in a government. So those were the two, those were the two options. Why is the option of them being in the government the better one for that that, that was allowed to take place? Look. At least now we know if, let's say, uh, the, 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 this government decides on something. So at least we know this is the alliance between the left and the Islamic movement. But 
if the right wingish like Netanyahu, the Likud party, with Islamic movement, whom they're going to complain? Who is the alternative? There is no alternative from the right side of the political map. At least now we have an alternative. If they go crazy, means the government becomes like a rag under the feet of the Islamic movement, many voters of these parties will call their Knesset members and tell them, hey guys, if you succumb to the demands of the Islamic movement, forget about us. And you know, uh, according to what I read in the papers, uh, most probably uh, Naftali Bennett will not uh, will not pass the threshold in the next uh, next elections because he lost all his constituency because he uh, is right wingish or supposed to be right wingish party uh, is heading such a government. Uh, with these leftist components and the Islamic movement. So uh, many of his voters will uh, leave him. I am almost, almost sure. So, and maybe Sar as well. Okay, so now uh, the only thing which uh, the Likud needs is one, one time to catch the government in, an, um, in, a, in a voting against the government and uh, to go to elections where Bennett will lose everything or will not pass the uh, threshold. Saar may be again uh, as well. And um, the, the Likud and Smotrich will harvest all these uh, votes which formerly went to Bennett and, and, and uh, Saar, maybe uh, Lieberman as well. And uh, we'll have a um, good presence of the right-wing uh, parties in the Knesset. So the only thing is that how, how much damage this government will bring, I hope not, but uh, it, it, it could be. And according to this damage, in the eyes of the right-wing voter, the, the people will vote for their right in the next elections. So I want to touch the, upon this point. We, we touched upon it last time we spoke about it, but for the new audience, I want to go into it again. Because the, the, the story being told is that, wait a second, this is good that we finally have an Arab Muslim party part of the Israeli government because it shows that they want to normalize relations as being part of the Jewish state of Israel. What, 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 what's your response to that? And therefore, it should First be okay all, that anyone who's against it, well, they're the racists because you're not allowing the Arab Muslims to normalize and, and integrate even more so with the state of Israel. First of all, many of the Arab sector, with most part are Muslims, do want to live peacefully with Israel and do, they do accept Israel as a Jewish and democratic state. And not only this, many of them say that the fact that Israel is a democracy is only because it's Jewish. Means because they look around in the Middle East, no state is Jewish, and therefore no state is a democracy. This state is Jewish, and therefore it is democracy. Means the more Jewish Israel is, the more democratic it is. And they understand it. So they want to live in Israel, because here in Israel they can do whatever they like, they can say whatever they like, without being persecuted 
of being without being murdered only because they say something or, or do something okay so this is uh, in most part however they don't have a party they don't have a party which will represent it in the Knesset and I'm talking about Zionist Arab citizens here in Israel who would accept the state of Israel uh, without any problem especially after what they see in the Arab world since 2000 since 2010 what the so-called Arab Spring started to destroy the Arab world okay so they prefer Israel no doubt they'd even prefer to live in Israel rather than living under the Palestinian uh, state which uh, you know might be Judea and Samaria after what they see in Gaza because they are afraid that the Palestinians Palestinian state will turn into another Hamastan also in Judea and Samaria if there is a Palestinian state so uh, from the older Middle Eastern possibilities, they prefer Israel uh, rather than any other Arab alternative, Palestinian or any, any other Arab. So, if they had a party which accepts Israel as a Jewish and democratic state, I have absolutely no problem with this, such a party. On the contrary, on the contrary, I would even vote for this party. <laughs> if they yeah, if they if they uh, 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 you know want to to accept Israel as a Jewish and democratic party, where is the problem? Where is the problem, Avi? So uh, uh, this is the issue. Right, everyone. You just heard Dr. Mordechai Kedar, an expert on the Middle East and Islam, said that if there would be an Arab Muslim political party in Israel that supported the Jewish state of Israel, he would vote for that party. I would consider voting for this seriously and not only this i would recommend to anyone who hesitates to which party to vote to vote for this party okay this is uh, jewish or, or an arab because such a party should be here israel should delegitimize and delegalize two parties from the knesset one is the Islamic movement, and the second one is Balad. Right, so when, when you said the Islamic movement, you were referring to the current Muslim Brotherhood Ram Party, for people to understand. Right. So the, the, that part and Balad okay. is, is an Arab nationalist party, which was established by a Christian named Azmi Bishara, who was a Knesset member, unfortunately. And this Arab party, Balad, actually has um, Muslims in it like Knesset member Zahalka and Wasel Taha they have Christians like Azmi Bshara and Basel Ratas, the one who smuggled uh, cell phones to terrorists in, the, in jail and another one was even a Druze Said Nafa okay so these are uh, uh, super religious you know above the religion a party which is national party Arab party uh, and for this the occupation is not something which started in 1967 the occupation and something which started in 1948 means Israel entirely is totally illegal in their eyes and this is the agenda which they try to push forward from within the Knesset being have the, having the immunity of the Knesset and living I mean, and I think it's important for people to know 
But I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off because I want you to continue. I think it's important for people to know the Knesset has in the past voted to make both of those parties illegal according to Israeli law. But it was Israel's Supreme Court of Justice, High Court of Justice, that overturned the rulings even though they were going against the law. Because against Israel, Israeli law is if you do not accept the Jewish state of Israel and you incite, etc., etc., then it's forbidden and it's illegal to be parties. So these two parties are supposed to be illegal, but Israel's Supreme Court allowed them and overturned the law, in a sense. Going against the law, not overturned the law. Yes, and, and this is another wonder here what happens in Israel with the Supreme Court or the Supreme Court of Justice, which uh, interprets the laws according to its agenda, not to according to what the law says. And for this, uh, you have to dedicate an, uh, a whole another episode, yeah, uh, with the jurists here in Israel who will describe to you in their terms uh, the deviation of the court system here in Israel. However, uh, this is the situation today with two parties. One is out of the coalition because the Arab National Party, the Balad party is out of the from the coalition but yet the support of the coalition were needed because the 60 votes uh, which were with the government I, i'm not sure if they were with the government or against but uh, uh, definitely they are against the right wingish uh, and the islamic movement definitely should also be out of the knesset although uh, you, you know there is another part of the islamic movement in israel which is outlawed because they are much more violent and much more radical from their teachings and propaganda. And uh, they actually refuse to sit in the Knesset because sitting in the Knesset, in their view, legalizes or legitimizes right. the state of Israel. Okay? While the Islamic movement in the Knesset does not legitimize the state. It is some kind of a takia in Arabic. means deception. They deceive the Jews to believe that they legalize the country or the state. And they are actually living on deception. And as you know, deception is part of the war, as it says in the Hadith, quoted uh, quotation of Muhammad. Okay, so this is the, the situation which those who are uninformed do not understand and they think that this, uh, this Islamic movement is peaceful, it's nice, it's cute. Okay, so what if they want to their uh, wives and, and daughters to, to go with the hijab? And they want... This is not a problem. The hijab is not the problem. The alcohol which they ban, not the problem. The problem is that they do anything in order to undermine the stability of the Jewish state because they don't believe the Jews should have a state to begin with. And the whole state is against Islam. And But they don't talk about this day and night, so Jews deceive themselves to believe that uh, this party is tolerable. So you're basically saying that not only are they not really about integrating, it might be about helping them have better lives as Israeli citizens, but it's not about integrating into the Jewish state of Israel, or rather their presence in the Israeli Knesset, in Israel's government as they are right now, this Islamic brother, Muslim Brotherhood Party, is in a sense a Trojan horse 
to have more power within Israeli powers to destroy the Jewish state of Israel. I, I would correct a little bit. There are for integration. For integration, while integration, you know, for professional issues. If you are a pharmacist, you should work in a pharmacy, whether it is in Tel Aviv or in, uh, in, in some Arab place. It's okay. If you are a doctor, if you are whatever you are, you can be, you can be integrated. Professionally, yes. Socially, no. You know, don't become Zionist. As long as you don't recognize and approve the legality or the legitimacy of the state of Israel, you can integrate. Integrate professionally, integrate economically, integrate politically, in order to destroy the state right. when time comes. You know, the difference between the two parts of the Islamic movement, the one which is outlawed and the one which is in the Knesset, is not the end game. The, it's not their goal. The difference is the timetable, means if you want it right now or as, as soon as possible, or you can postpone it, and the means which you use in order to achieve it. The Islamic movement, which is outlawed, wanted fast they want to destroy the state of Israel as quickly as possible and quickly as possible and this is why Shekhaid Salah their, their leader was convicted by funneling money money to Hamas which is an offense against the law so he was uh, in jail and later was outlawed okay because they they are in a hurry to bring the country to its end by illegal or by illegal means the other part of the Islamic movement has more patience because the Quran, there is, a, there is a verse in the Quran which says that Allah is with those who have patience. So they have patience. They could wait a generation, two generations, who cares? And meanwhile, in order to dope the Jewish state, they behave in a legal way. Okay? Right. Right. And this is the deception. To the degree that people, even people like, uh, you know, the right-wingish party with parties which are in the Knesset, and maybe Netanyahu as well, are deceived to a degree that they are willing to base both governments on the Islamic movement. And they know it. Means the Islamic movement, and they jumped in in order to impose their agenda on whoever needs them, Netanyahu or his opponents. They would go with anyone who will cater for them. So let me ask you this. I want to take you a step back. I mean, it, 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 I'm not even going that far back in time. Just a year ago, not that far back, just a year ago when Israel had its third elections, Bibi Netanyahu uh basically called out to the public, look, Benny Gantz, Yair Lapid, they're about to make a government with uh, with the Arab Muslim parties. Because that's what they were going to do. Yair Lapid and Benny Gantz were about to set up a government uh, with those Arab Muslim parties. And in the end, they didn't because there was one party. This is a, well, I don't even remember what the name of the party is anymore. Uh, with, the Tzvi, with Tzvi Hauser. I forgot the name of the party. In any case, there were two people, and they Lord said, White. You know, 
One? Blue oh, oh they were on blue and white. Right. They were two two representatives of blue and white because they were right wingers on blue and white. And they said there's no way we're gonna we're gonna allow a government with uh, these Arab Muslim parties. Fast forward a year, and now we have a government with this with one of them, with the Muslim Brotherhood uh, party in the government. Do you see, and you touched upon this, but do you see us going back to the Israeli public understanding? that it is impossible for an Israeli government to uh, have to rely on one of these anti-Israel Arab or Muslim Brotherhood parties, which was consensus just a year ago. Well, a few months ago, I published an article uh, under the title that basing a government on the Muslim Brotherhood is Lebanonization of the state of Israel. It's actually giving up the what's supposed to be that Israel is a state which was built for the Jews, run by the Jews, for the Jews. And uh, this, the same uh, very slippery slope happened in uh, Lebanon. They are now down the gutter. Um, I'm afraid that Israel, if Israel it means that the Jewish uh, people here in Israel do not uh, understand exactly what happened, what is happening. Uh, we are, you know, God forbid, we are going to find ourselves in the same gutter with Lebanon. So, can you can you expand upon that so people could better understand what you're referring to? What what people just say? What what what? So, Muslim Brotherhood parties in the government—they're bad. They hate Israel. They want to destroy Israel. But right now, they only want money, and they're making decisions that are good for their constituents. How is that leading to the ultimate destruction of Israel as Lebanon was was destroyed internally? What what's that look, what's that process you're referring to? Look, the commonalities between Lebanon and Israel are that uh, based on the experience and unfortunately very bad experience of both Christians in Lebanon and Jews here in Israel, uh, both countries were created. Lebanon was created for the Christians because of the massacre of the Armenians and the Assyriacs in 1915. 1915, in the, the Holocaust of the Armenians which was performed by the Ottomans during the First World War. So after this uh, World War finished, when Lebanon was occupied by, by France, the Christians in Lebanon understood that this is a good opportunity to have a state for themselves. So they demanded to have a, a Lebanon for themselves, uh, and the French understood it, and they gave them uh, Lebanon. But the but the uh, Christians in Lebanon became fragmented and started to quarrel with each other with the years and they became corrupt. So they, both sides resorted to the, to the Shi'i community headed by Hezbollah, which became a part of the, of the parliament more than 20 years ago. So here we are today, Lebanon is governed by Hezbollah which succeeded to infiltrate into the political system through the cracks in the dam of the Christian community. This ah. is, in, in a nutshell, what happened in Lebanon. And today, uh, Hassan Nasrallah, the chief of uh, Hezbollah, 
is actually the only man in Lebanon who can make any decision because the Lebanon became dysfunctional. Okay? And now Lebanon is in the gutter or in the dump. And um, Hassan Nasrallah controls the country. Okay? Here it is saying, Israel was created for the Jews after the Holocaust or the Second World War as a state for the Jews, for them to be, to live in refuge. And now because of the quarrels and the disputes between Jews, and in this case between Netanyahu on one side and those who do not, who do not want him in government anymore, even from the right, like Bennett and Saar and, uh, and uh, Lieberman, so they resort to the Islamic movement. Interesting. Just like the Christians in Lebanon, who resorted to the Hezbollah. Wow. That's the only difference. In Lebanon it's the Shia. Here is the Sunnahs. What's the difference? Wow. These are Islamists and those are Islamists. So uh, in, in the, the similarities between the process in Lebanon which brought Lebanon to the end of its being a refuge for the Christians if, if the Jews here in Israel do not wake up to see what happens in Lebanon and to draw the conclusion for Israel, Israel might in few decades will find itself in the same place like Lebanon because the Jewish majority cannot get their acts together and uh, the result to the Islamic movement which takes advantage of both. Wow. You know, Netanyahu was ready to give them whatever they wanted. And uh, now the government gives them whatever they wanted. They couldn't care less about whether to support Net the right or the left. Because for them, all the Jews and all the Zionists are Jews. And there is no difference between Netanyahu from the right side and all the others from the left side, which today have the government. Because for them, Neither those nor those have the right for a state, for a Jewish, even if it's democratic, state. Right. Avi, we have to wake up and to see the reality and to draw the conclusions. Yes. And, and in my view, Jews should vote to any Jewish party from the far left to the far right, as long as this party um, makes sure or convinces its partners or its voters that it will never sit with the Islamic movement or with the other ballot party, which also wants to destroy the state. Uh, so far, as much as I understand, the only party which does not, or did not agree to join any coalition with the right-wingish under Netanyahu or left-wingish under Bennett, the only party which refused to join either or governments is the religious Zionism. Right, under Bitsal Smutrich, right. Refuse to join where, when, when there is a reliance on this um, Muslim Brotherhood party. Right, so unfortunately, I, he, in, in my view, he will harvest 
all those votes which will leave Bennett and maybe Saar and maybe uh, uh, Lieberman as well because they agreed to sit with the Islamic movement. Hmm. Listen, your comparison between the, the what happened to Lebanon and Israel is 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 very insightful and very and very scary. For so my next chilling. question is: When are you go why? For me, it's chilling. Chilling. When when do you have a meeting with uh, Prime Minister Bennett, uh, Saar, and Lieberman to give them this analysis so they can internalize it? Is that scheduled yet, Doctor Kedar? Well, Did they invite you to to hear what you have to say yet? Well, it is on the public sphere. Just Google Kedar, K-E-D-A-R, and the word Lebanonization. You'll find this article in no time. And when is the meeting with Prime Minister Naftali Bennett to make sure he, he reads the article and internalizes it with you? I'll try to meet him as soon as he calls me. Wow. Dr. Kedar, it is always insightful speaking to you and uh and being able to allow other people to hear the really important information uh and insight that you have to give us so thank you so much for your time thank you so much avi for giving me this podium always dr Kedar. all right stay safe stay healthy and i'm looking forward to hearing about that meeting with the prime minister naftali bennett you'll be the second to know about this after myself <laughs> Thank you. I feel very, I feel very honored. <laughs> shalom, shalom, Dr. Kedar. Thank Bye. you so much. All right, everybody. I hope, uh, I hope you found that as insightful as I did and spread it far and wide. This is really, really important information. Uh, always enjoy talking to Dr. Kedar. The video is also going to be up on pulseofisrael.com to be able to share with everyone. So I'll be signing off here from the eternal and ancestral homeland of the Jewish people for another episode of the Pulse of Israel. And if you are not yet a subscriber for our video newsletter, go to pulseofisrael.com and sign up now to ensure that you receive all of our videos. Shalom, everyone, and thanks for watching. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.